Hello, Cancer friends. I'm Annie Botticelli, and welcome to my Cancer December 2023 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. This is for you if Cancer is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Cancer placement you're listening for. What we're going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Cancer friend, so birthdays around July 15th through the rest of the sign, or Cancer placements around 23 degrees through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Leo report as your very late degree Cancer friends will benefit from both readings. I'm calling the theme of this month, Full Moon in Your Sign, Little Spirits Moon, and we'll go way into the full moon and the importance of it. But of course, there are lots of other things to additionally talk about. I'm going to give you as many layers as possible to better understand the energetics of December so that you can make the most of this time. We'll talk about some things that are general transits or aspects, which will affect all signs, but are really important for you to know as they very strongly flavor the month. And then we'll talk about many cancer-specific things. If you are watching the YouTube version of this, then you know that I alternate months where I do the pretty slideshow one month, and then I've been doing the chart the second month. So I'm going to try something else this month. You'll let me know how it goes. I'm going to put a picture of the chart right here now so that you can take a screenshot. You might need to take more than one screenshot because the size of the chart <laughs> doesn't quite fit to the formatting of the, the video size. So it'll move around a little bit. And, you know, between taking a couple screenshots, you should get a complete picture of the chart. And then you can either take a screenshot or use another device to take a picture so that when I refer back to it, if you're someone that's interested in following the chart, then you can do that. But for everyone else, and also for you, you will have the pretty slideshow. Okay, so I'm going to go back to the slideshow now, and we'll get into all the goodies for this month. All right, there are a few things that are very exciting things to celebrate. These are true for all signs, but they are very important as they flavor the month significantly. The first thing to know is that after at least September through November of having a lot more as I like to call salty aspects, which are basically the challenge nuisance ones um, compared to sweet ones, we finally have a month, December, where we have more sweet aspects compared to the salty ones. So that's something to celebrate, and that's definitely going to flavor this month. We have a lot of ways that the planets are connecting in very exciting ways, and hopefully that will bring lovely manifestations for you. The next thing to know is that we're exiting eclipse season. Oh, by the way, on the topic of sweet and salty aspects, I am going to talk about a couple of meaningful dates um, for this month in this report. But if you're a person that enjoys knowing the date and the aspect and what the signs and planets, you know, are um, and how it may affect you, then you definitely want to go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, put your email address and name in, and you'll get access to my written report that's out one month early that has my favorite aspects, the ones to be most awareful and careful of and in general write-up of the month, plus other goodies. Okay, so we're not going to go into a long list of dates and aspects, but I do have an important summary and all the sweet and salty dates there. Okay, so the next thing is that we're exiting eclipse season, or the heat of eclipse season, which is very exciting. So from the end of August, September, October, November, we were in eclipse season. We still are at the tail end of it. Manifestations can still come through, but for the most part, that heavy intensity, that foreboding, knowing change is coming and not knowing what it's going to be. A lot of that is behind us now. And while some news and some information may still come in, we're, we're stepping out of the heat of eclipse season. So whether you had good manifestations, which still required a lot of energy because even positive change can be scary sometimes, 
or whether you've had challenges, then you should notice um, in many cases, this is lightening up for you now because, um, you know, we're, we're that those energies are settling more back into the unconscious space and not the conscious, you know, right in front of us working with them. So those energies of changes to the me and we sector, me versus we and my stuff versus our stuff, they'll be ongoing in many ways, but, you know, the intensity is definitely going to be scaled back. If you enjoy understanding the eclipses and the karmic implications and how to step, you know, step, how they can help you step into your highest expression and what areas of life are lit up by eclipses, then definitely go back to my September, October, November reports as I um, do deep dives into the um, eclipses there. But for this month, all we need to know is that we're at the tail end of the intensity and that's something to celebrate that can add to the very merry season of sweet aspects, which is what I'm also calling this month. Okay, so now the next thing we need to do to help understand this month is to differentiate it from the previous two months. Okay, so yes, we know it has more sweet aspects compared to the previous months. It also is going to get us right back into retrograde season. So I'm going to compare and contrast the October through November timeframe versus December into January timeframe so that you can align your efforts with the most ease and grace. October 7th through November 25th, we had what I call a golden period free from personal planet retrogrades, personal planets being Mercury, Venus, and Mars, when they make an orbit, in the, when they get to a point in their orbit where it looks like they're going backwards in the sky, that's called a retrograde, and that cycle has implications for us on Earth. So, and they tend to bring things inward and backward and tend to bring some confusion around the topics of rulership of the sign and planet that are, you know in, in, um, effect. So October, November, the golden period, it's a time of the tides going out. So just imagine if you're listening to this early, which is why I'm mentioning it also for the the purpose of compare and contrast, but I do post these early so that you, you can get a heads up about these things. October, November is a time to set your boats afloat. The tides will take them out. Put your message in a bottle out. The tides will take them out. Do your big projects, your big purchases, your big commitments your launches, things that you want to be going far and wide and be in effect for a long time. October, November are perfect for that. We haven't had a good, you know, prior to that time, it had been a while since we had a nice open window like that. And we're going to, you know, be for a little while without that window as we move into December. So even things like diagnostics, blood work, you know, getting your dental stuff done, October, November in many ways is much easier for that, really just from the scheduling perspective and also the clarity of the outcome of the results perspective. So you might want to get all of that stuff done. And holiday shopping, because with Mercury retrograde in December, it's not always as easy to get the right thing, get it delivered on time, get it delivered not broken when Mercury's in retrograde. So the early bird shopper is going to definitely catch the, the ease worm this year. Big plans that you have to make, things that require... um a lot of precision and exactness, October, November will be easier for that compared to December. Then November 26th, Mercury officially um, goes into its shadow period. It officially goes retrograde on December 12th, and then it's retrograde um, until January 1st, 2024. With its post-transit shadow period stretching until January 21st. Okay, so we've talked about what December is not the best time for because those things are better for October and November, but let's talk about some great things that December is good for with this retrograde. 
going to see and connecting with virtually or in person people from the past, people you haven't seen for a while. This is perfect for holiday season in that way, because it's a time really for connecting with other people. And it's a time for finishing up projects that had been pending. And it's perfect energy for wrapping up a year. Okay. Because it's like going over old things, you know, clearing things up for the new goals. The new year is perfect for that. It's also perfect for what I like to call last minute magic, which means that things can come out of the blue last minute. And the more you leave yourself available for those things through one of the other principles of Mercury retrograde that I teach is keeping yourself as lightly committed as possible. This is going to be a month where you could basically have a much happier month in December by not making firm commitments if possible. People are inviting you to holiday stuff. And you feel bad saying no, as many cancers do. Sometimes it's hard to disappoint someone. Um, you're so concerned about how they feel. You might say yes, even though you haven't tuned in to see if you want to go or not. You will make yourself so much happier by saying maybe or I don't know rather than saying yes or saying I'll try or something like that. Because with Mercury retrograde, the odds are that plans change and something interferes. And when that happens... It'll be easier for you to not have to make the phone call to say, hey, actually, it's not going to work out. And it will be easier for you to leave yourself open for the last minute magic if you're not overscheduled with things you may or may not even want to do. Okay, so this is going to be a very nice month in helping you to practice setting boundaries of not taking on commitments. And it will, first of all, work towards your longer term goal of doing this. And second of all, in the shorter term, it will leave you freer, happier, with less stress, and also try to not hold people to their commitments this month and just know that everything written in pencil is better this month than writing it down in pen because it's just the nature of the transit. If you imagine the tides on the beach as in retrograde, they're coming in, then you can understand this energy better. Whereas in October, November, they were going out. You would throw your message in a bottle out in October, November. It will go far and wide. If you throw the message in a bottle out in December, it will come right back to you. So what we do in October and November is we weave our webs. Be, you know, you weave your web and you make all your active work and you push things out into the world. and You try to make everything happen and you're really proactive. And then in December, you hang out in your web. You see what comes to you and you only pop out for, you know, your last minute magic or things that you feel like doing. And for your beach, your beach visual here. You sit on the shore and you see what comes in. Maybe the dolphins will come in. Amazing. We love that. Maybe trash will come in. You'll have to deal with that. The retrogrades sometimes bring unfinished business. Uh, maybe something will get rolled in on the tide back to you that you worked on in the past and now you're harvesting. So that's exciting. But either way, this is not the time to try to set your boat afloat because the tides will either push you back in or you'll have to struggle and not get as far as you would have if you would have launched during tides that we're going out. Okay, so now let's talk about the dominant uh, planetary transits this month. The first thing to know is that we do still have some energy in your fellow water sign of Scorpio. If you are looking at the chart, you can see in the bottom right of this chart, Venus. Venus is the circle with a cross underneath. Venus is in Libra just for a few days at the beginning of the month, and then she'll do a whole circuit through Scorpio. And this is great news for Cancer because Venus, well, if you don't know the energy of Venus, you haven't talked to, I haven't talked about Grandma Marge in a while, 
one of my um, Italian relatives, Grandma Marge, she epitomizes to me the energetics of, of Venus. And once I tell you about her, she will epitomize them for you as well. And so when once I explain this, then you can understand the types of ways you may have more blessings this month because Venus is going to kiss every single one of your cancer placements. Anywhere you are in the cancer spectrum is going to get a big kiss from Grandma Marge this month. So what did Grandma Marge do? I would go and see her and she would come running up to me. Now, even as a child, for some reason, I was taller than her. This is just how what I remember. And she would reach her hands up and grab my face and kiss me on the mouth and tell me how beautiful I am and then give me some money, pop a meatball in my mouth, have me come in her comfy house and shower me with just love and appreciation. So that's Venus. It's sustenance. It's comfort. It's approval. It's money. You know, it's love. It's affection. And, you know, and yay. So wherever Venus is in someone's chart, we can get goodies but when you have Venus moving through a sign that's also making the most favorable aspect in all of astrology, the trine, as it does when it moves through, you know, fellow water sign for cancer, then that's really exciting. Okay, so all of those energies can be present for you. The fact that this, this moving through the sign of Scorpio also brings very deep, intimate potentials, you know, uh, really important connections, ways to be supported or to support others financially or through emotional um, you know, offerings and ways to unite with others in meaningful ways. Now the house that's lit up. And if you're looking at the chart, you'll see what's next to Venus, that little uh, diamond with the cross, that star goddess Pallas Athena. We're not really going to talk about the black X there because that's the transiting part of fortune and that moves very fast. So although when I took, you know, the snapshot of this chart, it's there, it's not going to be there long enough for us to, you know, have any meaning from it at this time. So Pallas Athena is a strategist. So this is a time where you may be able to join heads together and strategize with um, with other people in really meaningful ways. Again, she's making a wonderful aspect with you or with your placement as well. So this is just two star goddesses on your side. Okay, so the Scorpio energy is moving through your fifth house of creativity, of passion, of kids, of, you know, children, child rearing love, true love, romance, and the bucket list energy, I like to call it, where everything that you really want to do, what make, what lights you up and things that, you know, are just so important for what you want to do with your life, all of that energy is being lit up by these beautiful trines with these star goddesses. Okay, so if you are looking at the chart, look at the bottom right, you'll see there's a question mark, that's Ceres, Mars is right above her, and then the circle with the dot is the sun. And then what's if you move along, there's a little guy who looks like he has horns. That's Mercury. He's in Capricorn at the beginning of the month, but he'll, tra- he'll re- retrograde back into Sag. So Ceres, the moon, the sun, Mercury in retrograde, and the new moon in Sagittarius on December 12th are all lighting up for everyone. And then we'll talk about the specific things that it's going to light up for Cancer too. But first, we need to talk about Sagittarius energy. So this is a month, thank goodness, that is bringing a much needed lightening of the heaviness of the prolonged Scorpio transits. Now it happens to be for cancers that the Scorpio transits were all making nice angles for you. So maybe you didn't have as bad of a time of it, but the intensity could still be there because Scorpio energy is very different than cancer 
with its type of intensity that it brings. And it may have been a very emotional series of months for you, and you might just be ready to party. And that's what Sag is all about. Okay, Sag wants to expand and broaden horizons and learn and teach and go far and wide with which actually, even though Mercury is in retrograde, you may go far and wide this year or this month. Because Jupiter, the ruler of Sagittarius, is waking up from its slumber from going retrograde in September. So, you know, through the the ruler going direct and through all of these Sagittarius placements, there is this energy of expansion and growth and, you know, and luck and optimism and like a buoy just bouncing up and very sprightly and buoyant. So... You'll have lots of opportunities to connect with other people, to have the mood lightened, um, to, to think of creative solutions, to get past the emotions and into some positive action, to gather with people in fulfilling ways. And so all of that is present. Now, specifically for cancer, this lights up your sixth house of Virgo. You can see the little six there if you're looking at the chart, um, that circle of one through 12 in the in, inner ring of the chart denotes the houses or fields of experience that we have as humans. And each of the houses are ruled by a sign, 12 signs, 12 houses. They go in order of the signs. So the sixth house of Virgo is ruled by the sixth sign of Virgo. And so with this being lit up so strongly for cancer, this is giving you lots of opportunities to freshen up your daily routine. If you've been bored and you've been in, you know, in monotony and stagnant in your environment, in your day to day, in your workspace, you may get a chance to Spread your wings a bit. So an example here, let's say you're working in an office and there's a holiday meeting or a holiday party that's out of the office. It's like, okay, you get to get out and kind of just do something different. If you work from home or, you know, you don't go into an office, you may find that your daily schedule is uplifted and improved and anything that you would be doing every day, rather than it being the same thing, December is going to shake it up quite a bit. So you're not going to have a lot of days where you're doing the same thing. It's all going to be just expanded. And that's not just for this month. It can also plant seeds that can help you to have more fun and excitement and expansion in your day-to-day moving forward. This is also your health house. And so you might find some positive solutions there. If you need diagnostics, as I was saying, you know, when you're listening to this early, October, November may be better for that. But certainly don't, you know, if you if it's time sensitive at all, don't worry about the transit. Just always go get your diagnostics. You know, you, you need to know what's going on if it's time sensitive. But if you've had kind of an ongoing thing, October, November might be a great time to get diagnostics and December might be a great time to experiment with um, resolving what it is that comes up, you know, and educating yourself on whatever it is uh, and figuring out some things to try to heal it. It's a fantastic time for stress management, although you will find that the dizzying nature of Sagittarius, the fact that it moves in a spiral, could be a little bit stressful because you could just get overwhelmed. So definitely retreat into your shell throughout the month as you need to, to be able to keep everything up. Okay, now we're going to go into, um, I mentioned that December 12th, that new moon in Sagittarius is. And that's new beginnings all along the lines of everything Sagittarian that I just mentioned and everything Virgo that I just mentioned. There's a chance for new beginnings in the days around December uh, 12th. Okay, and now we're going to talk about this very big, important full moon in your sign. And if you like the dates like this, remember, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, put your email address and name in, and then you'll get my report. uh, Or you can access the archive if I've already sent it for the month. 
of other dates of importance, okay? But December 26th and the days around it is the energy where we'll feel the full moon at almost five degrees of Cancer, okay? So what are full moons? Fullness, completion, fruition, drama, things being elucidated, things coming from darkness to lightness, things going from small to big, expansion, fruition, all of that energy. And so we've got 13 moons in a cycle, and unless it's a, you know, a blue moon, like we had in August, where it's the second moon in a, in a sign or a month, then we get one full moon to our sign each year. And this is yours, okay? This is happening right around the holidays. This can make for very full, very wonderful. In some cases, for some people, it could be very dramatic and emotional, but, um, you know, I guess it will just depend on your circumstances because the, the chances are equally as likely for it to just to be amazingly uh, amazing for memory making and, you know, just uh, just making family memories that are so wonderful with the energy of Sagittarius expanding the whole scene. Now, the energy of Cancer rules home, family, housing, real estate. So you might notice that something in those arenas come to fullness or completion or fruition or drama and the energy of working from home or home-based businesses or bit businesses that rule people's homes are, is also in there. The full moon is a fantastic time to let something go. It's a fantastic time to ask for elucidation on a topic where you've been experiencing blocks. I like to call these reveal and reveal, uh, release, reveal and release ceremonies. If you search for powerful full moon and cancer reveal and release ceremony. Uh, you'll find my blog on this topic. And this is a really good time to bring something out or request for something to be brought out. So if you have a pattern that's longstanding with home or family or housing or childhood psychology, that's another thing ruled by cancer. So basically the things that happened to you as a child, how those are things are affecting you now. You can ask for energies to be revealed and released on those topics to, to release the blocks that are interfering with you creating what you want in those areas. Now, all cancers will have the goodies for this full moon. And those of you who are June born will get even more notable outcomes because the closer you are to five degrees, the more this will more intimately affect you on deeper levels, but it will be profound for, or have the chance to be profound for all cancer placements. But you June born, especially like around the 27th, um, the closer you are to five degrees, the more of, of a hit you'll get there. Okay, so now more layers of this full moon. We talked about the sign. We talked about the degree. We talked about the energy of full moons, you know, and what they bring. Now let's talk about the house. The house, as I talked about before, that's a field of experience we have as humans. If you're looking at the chart, look for the first house. It's over there on the left. And you'll see other cancer placements there. Star goddess Astraea, star goddess Vesta are also in cancer at this time. And that's bringing focus. Um, well, Vesta is bringing focus on home and family and your sacred flame. Your sacred flame is that thing that keeps you burning with passion that at the core is what, what motivates you. And then this full moon is going to be in there. All of this in your first house. So this is bringing energy to your physical body. Another layer of that health house that the sixth, you know, the sixth house we talked about. This is your relationship with your physical body. For some people, this can be birth trauma or birthing or, you know, th that moment where you first came out and how you were impacted by that. 
And this can be your recognition, you know, full moons in your sign have an increased odds of giving you recognition about something where people acknowledge a good job good done or a job well done, a good done, um, where you can like be cast out into the limelights um, or where you just kind of get noticed for something that you're excited about. Some indigenous people call this moon the little spirits moon. And they say that they use this for a time of healing and focusing on good health. As I was just relate, you know, telling you, this is the also the health house uh, or the body house. The first and the sixth houses that you have accentuated are both, you know, body and healing. And then the indigenous um, use of this for healing and focusing on good health. It's another layer of really trying to get into your body, see what's going on in there, see how it feels to be in there. And, um, and of course, obviously with the moon being your ruler as well, and all of this going on, that's another layer of this for you. Something else that the indigenous, um, that indigenous people have used this moon for is to spread positivity to family and friends. So this is a time for upliftment. This is a time for attending to your own needs and being able to pass that awareness and attunement out to others around you that you care about. Okay, so if you want to see more about what's going on now and the time to come, definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. You can see all my free work there. You can put your email address and um, name there and sign up for my free VIP community where you'll get so many goodies. I have them listed there. You can check them out. But, you know, I give reminders about important uh, periods of time astrologically. You'll get astrology education. There's just so much um, free stuff that goes with that. You can see my secret star portal, which has a year and a half of archives include, and also my written horoscopes. And if you want to learn astrology in a deeper way, you can see my astrology basics and beyond course and my becoming a professional astrologer mastery certification course. If you're serious about learning astrology and you need a system, if you've been studying astrology for a while, but you find you can't tie it together and feel confident to give a reading, that's where my program really glows. So you can check that out, all of it at AnnieHelpsYou.com. I hope you have a wonderful month and year wrap up and I'll see you next month and year. Bye.